Look around. You're looking at the top five quarterbacks walking into the 2024 NFL draft. Some might say J.J. McCarthy gets in here, and I, I get that. But from a fantasy perspective, I don't count J.J. McCarthy as a top five quarterback. Maybe he changes my mind. I'm open to it. I'm not saying he's a bust. I'm not saying he'll be garbage. But these are the top five quarterbacks walking into 2024 NFL draft season from a fantasy perspective. And I'm breaking down every single one of them. And some of you new people might be shocked at who my number one, two. You might be shocked the entire way as to how I rank these bad boys right here. A very good QB class. Every one of these guys could be the number one quarterback in other classes, other years. I mean, really, it's that deep. We're getting into it right now. The Fantasy Football Show Dynasty Edition begins right now. File on in. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Dynasty Fantasy Football Show. What is going on, everybody? Appreciate you being here. My name is Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show Dynasty Edition, and we're we're going to literally get into this uh, this amazing topic, if you will, of ranking quarterbacks, the rookie quarterback class. I love doing ranking shows. I got to do my rookie running back show. I know that. That's coming. Um, that's coming, I promise you. I was waiting until right after the combine to actually post it because I might tweak one or two things. Um, so it'll come probably tomorrow evening right after the combine. I just thought to myself, like I released this thing, the combine changes my mind and I'm, I'm having to redo the video. So we're going to watch, uh, tomorrow and then I'm going to uh, edit, maybe fix move. I don't think much will move, but certainly I'll be able to reference the combine workouts too, which I think is a, a pretty big deal. Uh, rather than to just walk into uh, a video yesterday or the day before and then all of a sudden have to change it. There's no reference to the combine. So I thought it'd just be better to hold off a couple more days and I'll, I'll be breaking down the running backs. Right now, in front of your face are the five quarterbacks. I appreciate everybody being in here. Uh, file on in. Hit that thumb up button on your way in the door. My number one quarterback in this draft class, without a hesitation, it's not even close. It's not. It's just not close at all in my mind. There is no better quarterback, no more capable of being a top five quarterback than this man right here, Jaden Daniels. And landing spot is everything with a lot of these guys. You have to know that. You can't you can't sit here and go, okay, uh, you know, Jaden Daniels in, let's say, I don't know, New England is a good spot, but it's not near as good as Washington or a couple other landing spots, Atlanta being one if Atlanta somehow moved up to the one pick. I think in order to get Jaden Daniels, you have to be drafting number one or number two overall. I, I just don't see any way he doesn't impress everybody so much in the next couple of, of weeks and month, a month or whatever that he doesn't climb to most people's number one. Most teams in the National Football League, I think, will be talking about or confirming that Jaden Daniels, JD5, is their number one quarterback on the board. It just so happens that Chicago's very, very, very locked in on Caleb Williams. And that's good. Um, I don't want them to change their mind. I don't want Chicago to follow suit and like this man, Jaden Daniels, like I do. Um, nobody has been higher on Jaden Daniels. I can promise you that than this man right here from the jump. 
He was literally one of the first moon men, Mars men, Saturn men that we dropped because I wanted it out there before we even got close to the NFL Super Bowl, etc., etc. And let me play that for you now. You can see how many players have been added since Jaden Daniels and uh, and Penix Jr. Because I put both of them on different lists, but I'll show you everybody we've added. And Penix Jr. and Jaden Daniels, I believe, were the first two players to hit these these boards. And look how many people have been added since. The Saturn Men. One small step for man, one giant leap for Saturn. We literally filled it up. He was literally the first person. Mars Men. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars Men. Moon Men. The Moon Men. There's Penix Jr. Loads in outer space. You, you see, you see how many, how many players we've added since talking about Jaden Daniels, since talking about Penix Jr like literally been trying to to conduct this train from the beginning and a lot of you are on it a lot of you are helping with this train if it's a coal train you're shoveling if it's uh uh you know uh, an electric train you're on the the roof with the uh, solar panels we're all together keeping this train moving and Jaden Daniels is the, the the special cargo on this train protect him at all costs get him to Washington with Kingsbury Get him to Atlanta somehow, some way. If the Chicago Bears and they're fully expected to draft Caleb, there's there's no sure more sure bet right now in the top three than Chicago drafting Caleb. They don't support Fields at all publicly. And if if for some reason this is Ryan Poles, if, calm down, Clifford, keyboard Clifford, because you're in there going, it's all a ruse to try and up the value of the number one pick. If that's the case, shame on Ryan Poles. Even worse, bro. Worst. Worst way to support your quarterback, sacrificing the confidence, the relationship. Get out of here with that garbage. If Ryan Poles keeps fields, what a debacle. What a way to try and repair the relationship and rebuild and cultivate fields and repair them. Putting Shane Waldron in charge and then doing this little song and dance at the expense of what? It, it, like it's My example is the best example that I can possibly come up with. You're, you're, you're with your girl. Okay, and and she she because she wants something cheaper for her car or something, an upgrade, or a police officer pulls you over, and and she's gonna get a speeding ticket, and he asks, "Are you single?" And her answer of "Yes, I'm single" would allow her to get out of the ticket or allow her to get a, a very huge discount or free upgrade on some equipment on her car. Answering this question this way, "Yes, I am," would in front of you especially that's the way fields feels right now put a divide and and broken piece of the relationship smack right in the middle between you it would damage everything in polls asked who his quarterback is do you think he's your starter never once answers in a positive way about justin fields he should say if he's looking to maybe keep him you know what he's our starter we can win with fields we love fields no matter what Fields can take us to the promised land, but you never know what could happen. That, that That's more of an answer you would expect from somebody that may be keeping Fields. But no, Ryan Poles is different. And, and I, I don't understand why everybody loves this guy. Fields, Fields is all but gone in my mind. I, I don't see how you could come back from that even if you tried. I don't care what kind of game you're playing to up the value, Caleb, or... Or, or I keep saying Caleb. Now Caleb Williams is in the picture. We can't use keyboard Caleb or we got to just use keyboard Clifford. Uh, Clifford, 
because now you think I'm talking about Caleb Williams. Doesn't work anymore. I can't use Caleb. How are we going to use Caleb anymore? Good God, we ruined. Caleb's ruined. Um, JD5 is probably the most protected quarterback, I, I would imagine, in this entire group, though. The reason I say that is he could go to New England. Uh, let me give you a couple examples. If he goes to New England, I still love him. If he goes to Washington, I love him even more for the now. And I think that they could build around him. He'd be fine in New England. Think AR5. AR5's phenomenal. His situation is great with Shane Steichen, obviously. Shane Steichen give him a lot of credit for, for Jalen Hurts. I mean, look how he developed Jalen Hurts into a top five monster. Top five NFL quarterback. Jalen Hurts, top five fantasy quarterback. Top one to four. Top one to four fantasy quarterback. Top five quarterback in the NFL. Oh, Schmitty, Jalen Hurts is in a top five quarterback. Yes, he is. <laughs> Stop with that nonsense. Stop it right now. It's ridiculous. You sound really silly when you say Jalen Hurts is in an NFL top five quarterback. You sound like you heard that from another uh, garbage content creator that's trashing Jalen Hurts and you're just regurgitating it. So just en enough of that, that BS because it's garbage. It really is. You sound silly. It's not a good look. Shane Steichen turned Jalen Hurts into an NFL monster and a fantasy football monster and he's, and he's doing the same thing with AR5. My point being, AR5 doesn't have the best surroundings. They're good. JT was banged up. I mean, they, they haven't had the running game they should have, right? And, and he still did well. He didn't play a ton of games, but he still played well. Pittman's good. He's not amazing. He's not elite. He's good. I think people overvalue Michael Pittman Jr. Way overvalue him. He, it, it reminds me of Deontay Johnson overvaluation. And Waddle, last year, Waddle was going 13, 14, 15 in fantasy drafts. Top of round two. And I said, what are you doing? That guy was way overvalued. Michael Pittman Jr. is really overvalued. I like him. No one's saying he's a bust. No one's saying he's not an, uh, an elite wide receiver two in the NFL. But he's not an elite wide receiver one. He's a borderline, maybe, if you're lucky, wide receiver one for an NFL team. Jalen Hurts is, or I'm sorry, AR5 is phenomenal. And he can survive really anywhere. And if you surround him with talent, he'll only get better. JD5 is the same way. He could go to New England, carry the team on his back. He's got Stevenson. They could bring in somebody like Ridley. Um, it, it, it would be it would Hollywood Brown. He'll be fine. JD, JD5 will be fine in New England. He could be a top 6 to, to 10 fantasy quarterback, even as a rookie, even if it takes him a couple games to get there to that level. He goes to Washington. He explodes. He goes to Chicago. I don't even want to think about it. Because I, I, might, I might be casting more doubt on him than I want. I don't think anybody succeeds in Chicago. I don't think they have the right personnel in place. I think if they draft Caleb, he's already got question marks. And you're, you're going to bring in Shane Waldron. They keep fields. They've already failed him. His confidence is low there. His, 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 uh, his GM, Ryan Poles, and everybody involved has already casted even more doubt than, than ever before. And, and their lack of support of him being the guy that comes back and leads the team. If they botch this trade and, and nobody ends up wanting fields for whatever reason, what's he going to do? Hey, fields, I'm sorry about all that. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's a, it's a lose-lose-lose for the Chicago Bears. I, I, I'm out on that entire situation. If JD5 goes there, I'll be hitting my head against a wall, and I'll have to come back and try and reassess how it is, what he could do, how could he survive. Maybe it's a lesser year than I want, and they get rid of pulls and clean house and bring in a new OC, and then I'm, I'm on board. Maybe it's more of a long-term 
patient game if he goes there, but I don't want him to go there. I don't want I don't want JD5 to go there. My my fear is he's gonna look so good. Every day that goes by, JD5 is gonna look better and better and better, and everybody and their mother is gonna start talking this kid up. I I I, I firmly believe what I've been saying for well over a month or two is that he will be consensus QB1 to people that really understand football and know what time it is. Uh, Hertz never been a top five. What a dumb thing to say. Who said Hertz has never been a top five? <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Call in, call in the show, whoever. I don't, I think you're repeating somebody's uh, comment there. Hertz has never been top five. Luke, are you saying that or are you repeating something that somebody else said? Uh, I, I can't wait for someone to call in on that. Please, please. Uh, Jaden Daniel, Daniel's number one. By far and away. Why? Do, anybody calls him small, doesn't under, even understand what they're talking about. He's got great size. He's going to put on weight too. He's fast. He runs better than Lamar. He, he throws better than Lamar. This, guy, this guy's an absolute monster in the making. He's going to be an elite passer. He's not going to be... Lamar's very... Everyone calls him a running back. Everybody wanted him to play running back. Nobody wanted him to be a quarterback coming out of college. This guy is going to revolutionize even further the running quarterback and, and the ability to be thought of as a pure elite passer. He is an elite passer. He's not a gadget quarterback. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, oh, it was... <laughs> It was trying to, it was a, of course, as a Niner fan, it was, he's not, he's a top eight to 10 guy. We knew you'd show up. Everybody wave. <laughs> glad you, glad you stopped by. Um, okay. Number two, I'm not going to even entertain that. Number two, my number two quarterback in this draft class. I, I don't, I don't feel like he's going to stay there. I think this is where you put him until he gets planted in Chicago, gets cemented in, and then we start reevaluating it. I'm going to be honest with you. I have it here almost as a de facto default. Put him there at 2. And, and then and then and then we 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 look at it. Once he's in Chicago, I have a feeling he drops to like my 4 or 5, but I'm putting him here as a if he goes to Washington and he gets to work with Kingsbury who is his OC from over uh, at USC. This is the, the, the USC QB coach and quarterback together if he's in Washington, if he's in Washington commander situation. So if, for those who don't know, Kingsbury was his QB coach. You know what I mean? It's similar to Penix Jr. His offensive coordinator was Ryan Grubb, who just got hired by the Seattle Seahawks. And now you know the Seahawks at number 11, uh, 12, no, 16. Number 16 overall will be looking to potentially take Penix Jr. so they can pair OC, his just as OC just had in Washington with, with Penix Jr. Same thing could be said here in this situation where it's like you pair Kingsbury with Caleb. Maybe Caleb's faults, his red flags, all that stuff can go away and it's such a high-octane offense. Kingsbury is a magician, an architect of, of uh, uh, elite passing attacks and an air raid offense and some people saying he's not going to do air raid give me a break he's going to be throwing the hell out of the ball 
he gets his hands on the tools that Caleb has, he will develop him. And that's why he's two, because we don't really know what for sure is going to happen. If, let's say, Chicago traded out of the one pick in kept Fields and Ryan Poles had to put his tail between his legs and go, I'm sorry, Fields, for completely, you know, doing you dirty in the, in, in the media, then whoever gets this one pick, I predict, will take JD5 because he's the number one quarterback by far, if you know what you're talking about. So let's say New England moves up a swap. New England and Chicago swap. Chicago gets to take Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, pair him with Fields, which I, I, you know, I love that. I just think it won't. I just don't think it'll be a successful year one that we want. We need we need need a new coaching staff, and and that that means there's some failure you know, at some level in Chicago, because I just don't think they're... But let's just say that happens. It's the best-case scenario for Chicago. It really is. The best-case scenario for me to like a quarterback enough in Chicago. You know, Fields there, and then they swap with New England. New England takes JD5. Caleb goes to the Washington Commanders. You know they'd take him because Kingsbury would demand it. Then that's where Caleb kind of fits in this two-spot. But as soon as he lands in Chicago, he might drop to 4-5. or five. Be prepared for that. My number, the talent's there. There's just a lot of worry for me, especially when you pair a questionable player that could overcome a lot of the question marks and red flags if he's cultivated right by a Kingsbury who knows him well. Kingsbury's family and Caleb's family are like this, and so are the two of them. So I think Caleb does well and progresses and, and overcomes a lot there. But here, here's where the two guys tied for third for me. Penix Jr., Bo Nix, going to climb a ton with their pro days, their workout. Get, get ready for it, for the, the combine. They're going to climb a ton. Everybody's got this guy, number two or three. Some have him one. Last time I trusted a, 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 a kid with this face, his name was Zach Wilson. <laughs> does, any, does anybody else get the Zach Wilson vibe here? Like, can this guy even drive a car? Like what are we what are we doing here? We gotta trust this again. <laughs> we got Drake May and Zach Wilson. I, I don't. I just can't get over it. I can't shake it. I can't shake how much we all laughed at that with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson looked like he was playing Pop Warner. <laughs> and now, and now, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? That, that's. I'm just kidding. It doesn't have anything really to do with it. It just makes me laugh. Um. It, it, it's, yeah, uh, my my comp has been, uh, some of you talking about the comp I've used, Aaron Rodgers and Caleb, very comparable, but does he become Aaron Rodgers? No. Jaden Daniels, Lamar is the comp. Drake May, Zach Wilson. <laughs> uh, Penix Jr. and Bo Nix. Uh, Drake May's comp is, is Justin Herbert. Everybody knows that. It, it's just a matter of do you get, more out of him does he go somewhere amazing i like drake may i'm not calling drake may a bust by any means i'm just saying i i'm just joking around uh, i i feel like yeah no darling we're not theo we're not comparing drake may and zach wilson i'm just joking with you this is this is justin herbert right here this is justin herbert the, the question is does he go to a place that has enough weapons is he ready if he gets handed a bunch of weapons, maybe. If he goes to New England, I like Drake May there long term, but I don't think you get what you expect in year one. And, and if we're comparing him to Herbert, Herbert hasn't fully gotten to where he needs to be yet either. So there's some good comparison to it. Uh, but no, Theo, I'm not comparing Drake May and Zach Wilson's game, bro. Relax. Uh, 
Penix Jr. and Bo Nix are tied for number three. Why? Because I think these are capable players that are going to be one of them in my two spot by the end of the NFL draft. Penix Jr. in Seattle might be my number two. Bo Nix in Atlanta or Bo Nix in Seattle might be my number two. Landing spot is likely to put one of these guys in my clear driver's seat of QB2. And everybody will, again, probably rip on this that... That, that follow all the other content on this topic and 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 chase the the Drake May stuff. I'm fine with Drake May. All of these guys, as I said from the beginning of this, have the ability to be the number one quarterback in another draft class. This just just so happens to be such a deep QB class that it, 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 these guys have to be ordered at some point. You have to disrespect somebody at some point, and that's what people are going to see this for. I'm not saying I don't like Drake May at all. I, 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 I'm just joking about trusting. <laughs> I mean, would anybody, would anybody let him drive, drive their car? I, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, I really like the kid. I think he needs a little more time. We'll see. We'll see. Depends where he goes in New England. He doesn't have the support yet to fire off right away. But if you start drafting around him, he's a very decent long-term prospect. And again, he could be the number one overall pick in a regular, uh, you know, regular old normal QB class. Caleb is already the number one pick or going to be. Jaden Daniels would easily be the number one pick last year, next year. Penix Jr. would easily be the number one pick like next year or last year or be considered for it. Bo Nix, maybe like one or two. Um, the, the, the real thing here to look at is, is landing spot. Like I could come in here and say that this is going to happen. Now, if Drake may, as an example of landing spot, now I promise you, I promise you someone in the comments later is going to say Drake may's number two, you're out of your mind. It, they're just not going to watch the whole show. If Drake may goes number two to Washington, He's number two. Landing spots, everything. Ranking these guys before landing spots different than after landing spot. That's not backtracking. That's not, hey, you're hedging your bets. It's not because if they all land in ideal landing spots, this is still my order. They're not all ideal landing spots. Drake May in Kingsbury's offense makes him number two. Anybody in Washington under Kingsbury's probably number two. If Bo Nix goes to Washington somehow, some way, if they trade down, let's say, he's number two. If Penix Jr. goes to Washington, he's number two. If Jaden Daniels goes to the Giants, let's say, in some weird move up or let's say his stock falls. Let's say he he says something horrible in interview in an interview or something and he let's just say fairy fairy tale scenario. He falls to the Giants and Knicks goes to uh the Washington Commanders, he could be one. If Drake May goes to the Washington Commanders and Daniel somehow some way went to the uh, most horrible situation he could go to, May could be one. So I know Clifford's already typing, but situation is king. And I can't stress enough that every single, listen to the words coming out of my mouth, Clifford, keyboard, Clifford, and everybody else going nuts on my ranking off talent and evaluating these guys on just watching 
hours and hours and hours and hours of footage before, way before, during the year, watching them play all their games, going through every game, watching everything, doing it again, doing it again, rinse and repeat, uh, nonstop, okay? I, I, I'm literally, I'm, I'm almost like numb to it. Sometimes I feel like I got to step away from it. But I, I can't repeat this enough because Clifford won't know. He's not watching the whole video. He's a, an, a knee-jerk reacting Noah. Situation will turn any one of these guys into the number one if it's the right situation mixed with wrong situations. But I'm telling you right now, this guy's so underrated. This guy, Knicks, is so underrated. Penix Jr. and Knicks are the two most underrated quarterbacks on this entire board. Daniels isn't going to be underrated. Everyone's going to love him. He's the best, though. He has the best chance in fantasy to be top five, in fantasy, and in NFL quarterbacking. May has got a real strong chance of being Justin Herbert 2.0 in any situation, but he'll come along fast or slow depending on his landing spot. Do I think he ever becomes better than Daniels? No. Do I think he ever becomes uh, a top five quarterback? No. The only way he passes these other guys is if he goes to a great spot, Drake May, and the rest of them go to bad spots and they develop slowly. At the end of the day, I think Daniels does survive. I think Daniels does, even in a bad spot, competes with May in a great spot, but you probably rank May higher in a one-year context. But long-term, I don't think I could walk away from Daniels at all. Because at the end of the day, eventually he becomes an elite player, even in a bad spot as they build around him. I mean, you wait one year. If he carries the team on his back as an AR5 type of year, imagine AR5 not getting injured. Then, and they do badly, and they get a top four pick, and they get to grab a wide receiver to pair with them. Then everything changes one year later. Coaching, turnover, etc., etc. This guy right here, quick release, unbelievable delivery. Mahomes-like play, not calling him the next Patrick Mahomes, but Mahomes-like play, creativity, throwing, getting tackled, finding a way to shuffle past the football into the end zone for a touchdown, problem solver. If I had to, 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 to think of phrases that describe everybody, I would say uh, evasive and, and, uh, and lethal, Jaden Daniels. Caleb, I would say um, impromptu. Good and bad. Drake May, I would say steady. Penix Jr., I would say... I'd almost just say like it's a longer phrase or a combination, but I'd say high risk, high reward. But but if I described them in similar fashion, I would say probably like dynamic. Just dynamic. Bo Nix, creative. Um... Just gets the job done. He, he, creative and and capable of beyond any I think box you could put him in because you don't know how he'll develop. Patrick Mahomes had the creativity and the ability to do stuff, and you couldn't see where his ceiling is. And I think you everyone's got a blinders on to to what he's capable of doing in the right spot. If Bo Nix went to Atlanta, Bo Nix would be number two. Penix Jr. goes to Atlanta at number two. May goes to Atlanta at number two. Assuming JD5 goes to Washington or New England. Even New England, JD5, and Atlanta, Drake May, we'd have a big freaking debate on our hands. Let's just put it that way. That's how good situation is. But end of day, I have zero, zero 
uh, concerns about this overall ranking in terms of talent evaluation. But uh, but God, I can't I can't stress it enough. Landing spot is everything. You gotta relax. In the in the in the in the chat there, Caleb. I can't use Caleb anymore. Look at Clifford. There's gonna be some elite Clifford player that comes out of college in a couple years, and damn it, we're not gonna be able to use Clifford anymore. All right, dial into the show. Dial in, dial in, dial in. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Curious to know what your thoughts are on these quarterbacks. And again, um, it's going to be quite interesting to see. Uh, let's see if I can move the phone number above. Quite interesting to see where uh, where they all get ranked by even me after the draft. Because landing spot will change it all. It's going to be so fun to watch. It's going to be even more fun to watch people that can't understand uh, pre-NFL draft rankings and content too. Because I, I promise you, someone's going to come in and go, you're crazy. Um, and it's understandable. They don't like the ranking. They want Drake May locked in at number two. They can't They can't accept that landing spot's critical for him to be number two. Jaden Daniels almost can't get knocked out of the top two no matter where he goes. That's the big difference, right? Drake May... Two if he lands in an amazing spot. Five or four if he lands in a, a mediocre spot. No one's probably landing in a horrible spot unless the New York Giants trade up. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be fun to, to watch the debate on this one. <clears throat> Travis, you're live. What's up, pal? Hello? Hello? I didn't hear you first. You're on mute, brah. What's up? The, uh, the one thing I will say with Caleb is I, I'm pretty much on the same page with you as um, I think he's definitely got bust potential and if he goes to Chicago, he might not be that good, but in the right spot, though, I think people have some people have you know talked focused on the negative so much that they've almost forgotten about the actual skill and talent he has he's still extremely talented that's why washington's ideal for him you know what i mean like you put him with kingsbury and then like or if you you were to put him with with shane steichen right shane steichen's not obviously available he's he's tutoring uh ar5 but if you could put him with Shane Steichen or even Dable, you know, like without the New York Giants situation, yeah. like if da- if Dable could That's come over true. wherever he went, like that would be amazing because he could develop him. You're right. What, he, he's got the talent. If, There's no doubt about the talents there. But Chicago plus Caleb's question marks plus Chicago's likely inability to not cater to him as much as another situation it's just like it feels like a recipe for disaster or a recipe for bumps in the road until they clean house and bring in somebody else and then it's a reset year you know that's what you're probably looking at remember when i mean trevor lawrence was like this and look how it kind of messed with his development such a good quarterback potentially right i i I really think law dog could have been and he still could be good, but yeah, it, it, I feel like he got really screwed up by constant changing offenses and just a wasted rookie Urban year. Meyer, we knew yeah. it was going to happen. Urban Meyer sucks so bad. 
and he just yep. drained him. And and I feel like you know you got to be careful with a, a guy like Caleb. I don't know that Caleb is 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 built any different than Trevor Lawrence to withstand some of that and come out on top completely unscathed. You know what I mean? But you know anything can happen. Yeah. Like you said, the talent is a hundred percent there. He's got it. But he plays off you know schedule so much, and you do wonder what's going to happen at the NFL level when you can't just run around and make huge plays like eight minutes into a, a snap. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to look like at the pro level. We'll have to see. It's either going to be, uh, you know, he takes huge steps forward. And that's the other thing, too, is everyone needs to understand. Every one of these guys, think Tom Brady. Whenever you think somebody's going to 100% bust, you have to think Tom Brady. You have to think Tom, because nobody saw him coming. Nobody saw his development coming. Like, maybe you liked him more than the average bear. Sure. You know, but nobody knew, no nobody, no. even even the Patriots didn't know he was yeah. going to be that good. And they would have drafted him. Yeah, it, it, and just like Johnny Manziel was one of the best players in college football history, a lot of people were worried about him because there's question marks, right? Red flags. Well, that's why a lot of people are, are saying that about Caleb. But it didn't translate, and it felt like it should have, right? Like, he was so good. He was so good. Johnny Manziel was so good in, at college, college ball. And it, it, so it goes both ways. Like, you can pretend like you know Drake May won't be elite right away if you're like me. And I'm, tell, I'm telling everybody up front, the right spot in any one of these guys could be the number one quarterback from this class is so important and vital. That's why I let it. That's why I've said it 10,000 times. And it's not going to register with a number of people, though. They're just going to hear four things that I say <laughs> and be like, I don't like that you didn't default have Drake Bay number two. It's like you can you can lock in your rankings and act like you have some integrity as a content creator to say I had Drake May number two the entire time. Or you can say, look, as much as I have Daniels locked in as one, he might not be one after the landing spots. Like you, you just, you know, you can't, you can't know landing spots are that key. It's so critical, especially when you talk about it, like a, from a short term dynasty perspective. Yeah. So say in a crazy world, um, that the rumor about the Giants wanting a quarterback is true. And they just give up the house and end up with Caleb, whether it means they get to the first pick or Caleb drops to the second pick or something. And if if you stick them on the Giants with Dayball now, and they're gonna they'll get rid of Daniel Jones next year or whatever, do you see him succeeding? Um, I think anybody can succeed with in that situation long term. Because right. I, I think it'll be, be good. I think it'll eventually be good there. I don't, but they, they they made the wrong move with Danny Dimes that certainly set him back, and it probably sets him back a little bit this year again until they, if they had another, because I don't know that they're they're sitting Danny Dimes in week one no matter what, because they're paying him so much money and money talks and it's just not a great. I guess. A, I guess their only other option would be to literally just take. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't even know if they could, but just take the hit this year. Which, and if that's the case, I don't know if that would be good for Caleb if they take the hit and they can't spend any money. Unless they're, unless they're okay with what they have. 
Yeah, it's probably not happening. Um, I, I think that they, they keep them for the one year they're out really is next year. They're still paying to the roof and dead dead cap. But, I mean, the yeah. out is really next year, the logical out. And they'll probably just say, let's keep them, you know, in case, you know, development or whatever. I don't know how Danny Dimes mm-hmm. is going to develop a quarterback behind him. But I don't know. I, I, I just think that, like, Jaden Daniels going there would be better than Caleb going there. Jaden Daniels going to Chicago would be better than Caleb going to Chicago. I still don't want it for any of these quarterbacks but Caleb. And why do I say that? Not because I'm a mean person or I'm I'm wishing ill will or failure on anybody. I want everyone to succeed. I want people that root for anyone's demise is a a sad, lonely person. I hope Caleb explodes and does well. I really hope. Even Jimmy Garoppolo. I hope Jimmy Garoppolo has an amazing like CFL career or something. Like I, I, you know, I still, I still wish goodwill upon everybody. But when I'm evaluating stuff, I have to be honest to say he's not a third top thirty two quarterback. That's not me being mean or wishing ill will upon Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm just telling a fact. You know, he's Deontay Johnson and and Jalen Waddle getting overrated to such extreme degrees over the last couple of years doesn't mean I hate those guys. That's me just telling people what are you doing. So for me to say, yeah. So for me to say like. I want Caleb to go to Washington or to Chicago because that's where someone's going to fail. It's just me saying, put the most questionable player on this board in that spot, please. <laughs> so we don't. Hopefully, he overcomes it. But and I'll, I'll help him if I need if I if I can. You know, I'll fly down there and and say good things about him. I'll ask him good interview questions instead of people asking him bad interview questions today. But 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 like look look around and say okay. What one of these guys could become top five with just the right landing spot? I think all of them, even Drake May, in the right spot. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I know you're a New England fan, and and, and I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pull my punches on the situation or try and be nice and subtle. I, or, I just think I if he goes to New England, he's not blowing up in, in year one. He's just not. He doesn't have any weapons. Maybe they bring in some. I don't but, think the Patriots think he's. I don't right. think the Patriots think he's blowing up in year one either because they keep. Not that I agree with it, but they keep talking about having, right, even if it's just a Jacoby Brissett, some type of stock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's the, the, the problem. Feel he's not ready. That's the problem. I don't like it. Yeah, that's the problem with New England. That's that's. I don't know if it's going to change under you know a new a new regime or new coaching, a new staff at least. But but I I do believe that you put Jaden Daniels in New England and all of a sudden he plays like AR five he carries more the weight on his own shoulders whereas Drake May needs to facilitate he'll be good at it but you can't expect people keep comparing him myself included this is one of the first comps that I gave him Justin Herbert and I think it's a really good comp that's a compliment there's no knocking or hating on yeah, Drake May here I I can't emphasize enough how much I like Drake May for the for the keyboard Clifford that you know comments one minute into the video. Um, we'll reference him here, and anybody sees Clifford comment, you can point him to this timestamp if anybody wants to help out on that. Because uh, thirty-nine minutes and thirty-nine minutes, reference him, him to, to thirty-nine minutes into the video. I can't say enough good things about all of these guys from from one angle or another. And Drake May has the ability to eventually become the number one quarterback if the situation allows it. All I'm saying is. This guy has the biggest advantage by far, and he's by far and away, talent-wise, the number one guy on this board. And I'm pointing to Jaden Daniels if you're listening to the audio pod. 
Okay, Jaden Daniels is just built to be a top five fantasy football quarterback. Penix Jr., uh, Bo Nix, Drake May, Caleb are all a little bit more victim to their situation. They have to facilitate a little bit more. Uh, Caleb a little less, but Caleb's also got the other red flags and, and such. The other guys need other pieces. Bo Nix can't go be a top 5-10 to 10 fantasy quarterback without weapons. If he goes to Atlanta, Bo Nix, welcome to the top 10-12 to 12 discussion. If Penix Jr. goes to Atlanta, welcome to the top 10-12 to 12 quarterback discussion. If Drake May goes to Atlanta, welcome him as well. If Caleb went to Atlanta, welcome him as well. Jaden Daniels is in that discussion no matter where he goes. That's the big difference, in my opinion. Yeah, and the, and the thing with May is like you keep hearing the people that are negative on him here saying, oh, it's just going to be Mac Jones again. Well, he's, he's better than Mac Jones, and he's not a statue like Mac Jones. He can move around. Now, he needs development. I, I agree with that. But, you know, I think he can survive with less. With less. I mean, they still need a, I mean, they have $100 million in cap space, and they have the third pick, the 34th pick. You know, there's no excuse for there not to be something decent built around any quarterback they bring in here. If it isn't, they've screwed something up. Yeah. It will be crazy, man. It will be crazy. Uh, I will say this, if, I, if I'm if I'm being frank about what these teams should do. Chicago, I, I, I've already said this, it's confusing because I don't really have an answer. The answer is Shane Waldron screwed it all up, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think if they would have brought in Kingsbury, I would have said, you know what, they're going to be okay. Like, everything's going to be okay, even if it takes another year, but Kingsbury will figure it out. I think, I think Caleb Williams with Kingsbury in Chicago would have been fine. I think uh, you know any one of these quarterbacks with Kingsbury in Chicago would have been fine. Shane Waldron's making it to where no matter what happens, I think it fails. Um, Washington, so that's why I put Caleb there, just because he's got the most questions. So throw him in that bucket. I'll, I would say Washington, they need to go Jaden Daniels. If they go Drake May, he'll do great with Kingsbury. And that's why Drake May could be second or third if he goes to Washington. Kingsbury's going to... This Washington attack mixed with Adam Peters, arguably already a top three GM in the National Football League immediately. Immediately, he's top three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's, as, in my mind, as good as Casario, who did everything you see in Houston yeah. right now. That guy is a freaking genius, what he did. Getting rid of Deshaun Watson and the best trade ever made in the history of the NFL and handing a guy over to the Cleveland Browns who then executed the worst contract in the history of the NFL. Casario's a, 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 a magician. And I think Adam Peters is right on that level. And Adam Peters is going to turn Washington into the next 49ers slash, you know, uh, Houston Texans because he'll bring everything you've seen, Kittle, Brock Purdy, that's all Adam Peters. And, and I didn't really know how much Adam Peters had to do with Brock Purdy because... Some of that stuff you can't even find like breadcrumbs on until at the combine when he started talking and he said, I got to find myself another Brock Purdy. It was like, boom, oh my God, how much pull did this guy have in making that choice? And if you ask Raj or any of the any, any of the Niner guys that I constantly mingle with, and those guys are connected deep, you'll know and hear Raj say that Adam Peters had not as much to do with maybe the first round pick and second round pick. Uh, that was a lot of Kyle Shanahan, but he was the talent finder. Mm-hmm. And so when they got deep into a draft, almost every pick was, you know, an Adam Peters 
uh, you know, collaboration of sorts and, and, and choices. And they trusted him so much because of him finding Kittle and continuing to find talent. Uh, Brock Purdy, like, this, Adam Peters is going to be amazing for Washington. It's going to be so fun to watch the Commanders with the new ownership and everybody being so excited about that. It's such a good story to have, you know, here's this basketball team, you know, ownership that everybody's ripping on right now. But these are saviors that came in and removed a horrible owner uh, through yeah. way of acquiring this, you know, team. And they're going to bring immediate success in a way to Washington and give this fan base an absolutely phenomenal turnaround. Oh, it's Houston like Texans. Yeah, it's, it's the Detroit Lions, Houston Texans, Cincinnati Bengals type of, of uh, blueprint, flipping it really quickly and turning it around. Um, I, I think I, the, um, real quick, I, I think the Adam Peters thing is such a big deal that it's going to be something to watch in, in San Francisco and see how they move yeah. on from that. Yeah, what that, a, back then too. that was the worst decision they've made in terms of letting somebody oh, go. Awful. The, the, yeah, like... It's such it, an easy fix, like shit. you said, too. Shan- letting Shanahan go over Peters was would be way smarter. <laughs> like yeah. everyone's, like, why do you drag him? Whatever, I don't care what you think. Peters in. That's all they had to do. Move uh, up a little bit in the organization, and yeah, simple as that. So, so here, okay, so here, so I said Caleb won because I don't want him anywhere else. Uh, Washington uh, JD five is my pick. I think it's the smartest move. He, he he's an Adam Peters guy, just talent, losing talent. Uh, New England, I think I think Drake May is the smartest long term choice because he's going to take some time anyway. And I do feel like if you eventually surround surround him with talent and he develops, it it will work out there long term. I think um, I think uh, Atlanta would be super super smart. If they don't get fields, we're just talking about rookie landing spots. Super smart to go either Penix Jr. or Bo Nix. And then I think the other one falling to Seattle would be my favorite choice. You know, I want Nix or Penix Jr., especially Penix Jr., to be paired with his offensive coordinator from Washington in Seattle. They're both going to be there if that happens. That's such an amazing they story, too. Up. Yeah, they could move up to get him, too. They, could, they might have to. But the other one going to... Minnesota, if Cousins isn't there, is probably the next biggest thing. I don't love LV too much long-term, but it obviously would be great right away. I kind of see Bo Nix in, in LV, but I'll be honest with you. With, with Devontae Adams being older and we're on the Dynasty channel talking Dynasty, I don't know how much yeah. I love Penix Jr. and Bo Nix in LV versus Seattle or Minnesota because you got JJ and you got uh, JSN and DK. So from a Dynasty perspective, I, I don't really like LV like... Everybody else probably will assume that see, I will. Could you see them throw Cousins a big bag of money? I could. And I, I, it, quite honestly, that's the best fit for him because this isn't a team with older player or an older player in Adams. Right. Um, I, I think two-year, three-year window. Yeah, I think Cousins is a great fit in LV. Um, I don't know if you. I don't know if you want to play. I don't know. It's tough to say. I right. Atlanta, I don't know. Atlanta. Um, Cousins or Fields is, is great. Penix Jr., Bo Nix. It's got to be one of those four to me. Or Russell Wilson, I think if worst Atlanta case. wants him, Cousins goes there. May, maybe. And, and there's a lot of smoke about it right now. But I think maybe... Look, if you're if you're a, a decision maker, think of it in terms of fantasy, right? If you're... if you're, Are you telling people what trade you want to make with with me in the in the Marsman League? Of course not. Of course not. Are you on yeah. in, the, in the group chat going, Smitty and I are about to pull off. Let me tell you all. This trade... <laughs> 
Does anybody want to come in and step on it? So it's kind of ridiculous when people think that there isn't some uh, that there, that something's being revealed. You know, like this guesswork. Some of it might be accurate guesswork for sure, but that's why whenever I go live on any sort of smoke, you like I, I I caution people at least a little bit to say we don't know if this is going to fully play out, but it does Never make a lot of logical know. sense to me. I'll never be able to please everybody with my style, but I think I do as good a job as I can in every single almost show <laughs> to be like, hey, I, I'm here to break it down. I didn't come up with this news. Let me show you. I don't even know what's on the screen. I forget. Uh, Trey Lance, Fields, all this. Vegas removes Fields landing spot future, or at least a lot of Vegas odds, odds makers do. I didn't make that up. That is something I'm reporting on. What's it mean? Could mean a hundred different things but my my job my job is a lot of different things my job is to guess speculate but those shows you know you know i'm coming out saying i believe Brees hall is going to be you know a top five running back this year as an example of a last year video like that's not news that's me dropping a prediction show but like i take pride in the in the 8 p.m show being a news show I really do. It's probably, that's why people say, are we drafting on on this? No, 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 no. I, I'm not drafting on, I mean, every once in a while I, I will, but you might as well not even ask, are we drafting on this show when it's the 8 p.m. show Monday through Friday? I, it's like, it's almost like my favorite time of my content creation is to just break down news and talk about things and shoot down the, the, the rumor or, or confirm it or tell you it's logical, tell you it's not logical. Um... And I, I'm not gonna please everybody how, with that style, but but like all I'm doing is breaking. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't I'm not saying I don't break things, kind of from time to time. But my job is never to come out and be first on something because I'm not. I'm just being honest. And any, any content creator that pretends they're connected so much to us, very rarely I am, am I. You know, like in some Arizona Cardinal stuff, I do have some connections. Some Niners stuff, I have some real connections. Sometimes I can't even report some of the Niners stuff I know. <laughs> because, like, I'm told not to tell anybody. Um, mm. I do have most of the Better stuff that... Right well, well, no, but I, it's 99% of the time correct. And I can't even talk about it. Right. It, it, it burns me. I almost want to stop getting the, the messages, to be honest with you. Because sometimes I'm like, son of a... Really? And then it's a hundred percent true, like half the time. But but most of those connections that I have, I, I can't even like report on it anyway. So I'm not gonna be somebody that's gonna be Adam Schefter, you know, ninety nine 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 point nine 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 percent of the time. I'm here to react. It, when news breaks, you know I'm going live to to break it down. Uh, speculation is fun, exactly, Matt. Oh, but people don't like speculation. What are you watching a a speculative show for? A talking head show for? Get out of here. Like, this is the way it is. But it's so funny how people can't understand it. Like, I, I get a fake news comment, like, two or three times a video this time of season. This is fake news. Are you struggling for views? Because <laughs> they're upset about it. They don't like the news. They don't like the speculation. It it hurts. It punches them in the gut because that particular piece of news wouldn't make them happy. So it's got to be fake news. Like, I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram uh, story I just put up. But this guy, oh, I got it right here. Hold on, let me let me let me let me screenshot it and send it over. This guy, this is this one's hilarious. I I just love I love when people. Uh, let's see if I can screenshot this one. This one's great. 
I, lo I, lo I love these messages. And, and it doesn't bother me. Like, it's it's my job, you know. But but I don't, I a lot of times I don't respond to, to the negative people. Because I, the, it's not that I don't, I can't handle it, obviously. I kind of thick skin like crazy. Um, it's that I only have so much time. And if I start worrying about commenting to negative posters, like Okafer or, or whatever, like, I don't get to the people that really, you know, are amazing. So this guy, this guy, so what I said was when people ask question, what do you do for a living? Me, answer questions like this all day. <laughs> and this, this, this negative Noah, uh, jo Joseph Field is not going anywhere. He stayed in Chicago. No, he might be. He might stay. <laughs> I said, okay, thanks for letting us all know. However, I'm embarrassed to admit I don't know who Joseph Field is. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I deal with that all day long. It's fun, it's fun though. But again, I, I don't get the... I, sometimes I post them when they're funny. They give me a, a laugh. But I, I literally have to just walk Imagine. over. I gotta walk over them and go to the the serious person so that I can help more people. Um, <laughs> but you might be right. Jo jo Joey Fields might be staying in Chicago for all we know. I don't know about Justin. Yeah. Joey. Joseph Field. Joseph Field. I haven't <laughs> I haven't heard of a Joseph Field. Have you? <laughs> oh yeah. Is there uh, someone named Joseph oh, Field? Yeah. Is there someone named Joseph <laughs> Field? somewhere <laughs> i looked it up joseph field <laughs> let me see i'll tell you what i found when i did a joseph field search joseph field uh and he was in uh it looks like he was in let me see uh ziggy show me a picture of joseph field Oh, Ziggy's not going to help. Ziggy doesn't know what he's doing. Thank you, Ziggy, for trying. Okay, so here's one. Here's one. Um, Joseph Field. I don't have an answer for that. Uh, yeah, these aren't him. There's there's something from the 1700s. There's also like a 95-year-old oh, yeah. man. There's a, a Radio Hall of Fame. Joseph Field. I don't know. Oh, the 1700s. He, he was with uh, Lewis and Clark. Yeah. A little, little history for you. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, this is this is my top. Uh, DeBalt's on the phone. I'm sorry, DeBalt. You've been there for like 18 minutes. What's okay. going on, pal? You're live. <laughs> Poor DeBalt. It's all good, man. So, I want to run this by you. And I, I asked earlier in the... Justin Bill's breaking news uh, show. Um, with the 103, I plan on taking JD5. Would you trade that 103 for uh, Justin Bill's? 103 in a super flex? No, I would yes. not. No, I would not, sir. Not even close. Okay. All right. Um, something I'll be something tinkering with. Well, right now, though, I mean, I, I saw, okay, so if you're asking me right now, no, I, I can't, but, because if he stays in, in yeah, Chicago, yeah. then I'm, I'm like, I'm hating that, 
I just, I, I just don't like it yeah, at all. No. Okay, so let's pretend. Can you make this trade after the draft, or do you have to make it now? Yes. No, okay. no, no, I can make it after. The thing okay. is, is I already, I know the guy, and he knows me. I've known him for a while, and he knows me. Once Justin Fields gets traded, he's not gonna, he's gonna want my 103 and my 110 <laughs> for Justin Fields because he knows me. So that's why I'm kind of like, oh man, if I get it before. I'll be solid, but I so take that risk. Here's my, still being in Chicago. Here's my dilemma. And this is always my struggle with these questions. And I have to put myself in your shoes and know your team. And you you told me, tell me your quarterbacks again. Uh, AR5 and CJ Stroud. Okay, so those are your two super flex quarterbacks? Yeah. Why do you need fields? Uh, I would why, like why, to have him just in case something happens there. Why would you not want Marvin Harrison Jr. over over Fields or over Caleb or over JD Five or over anybody when you have those two quarterbacks? You can't you can't start building up your your. Uh, this is like buying a bunch of backup supplies of milk in your refrigerator. You can only drink so many before it expires, bro. Like <laughs> you, you need you need to. Yeah, you, this is why, like, knowing your quarterback situation is number one of deciding what to do. Number two, when someone says, who are you taking number two overall in a super flex, and somebody takes Caleb one, and I say Marvin Harrison Jr. almost nine times out of ten, and somebody goes, no, you got to take a quarterback. I don't have to take anything. I can do whatever the hell I want. Number two, I never put myself in a super flex league in a vulnerable position where I have golf and uh and uh you know a baker like i wouldn't draft like that to begin with so me personally marvin harrison jr is the only player i'm picking in a super flex at number two now if i'm if you put me in, in control of your team and you're in a coma and you say somebody take over for me please but it's my only request and you go into a coma and then i just like damn it <laughs> and i get a hold of your team and you have golf and baker yeah, I'm in a dilemma. If JD5 goes number one, which I'd take him in a heartbeat at two, uh, I, I would, I'd have to see landing spots. Maybe I, I pick May. Maybe I pick May if he's in a great spot. Maybe I pick Penix Jr. I can't just tell you I'd take Caleb for sure. His spot needs you know, needs right. to be determined. But yeah, I probably have to go quarterback there. You know, because you screwed me. And you gave me a team that required me to, to pick not the best player. I had to pick a position, not a player. I always tell you guys, right. always draft a player, not a position. And if you're ever forced to go a position, mm. you screwed up the in initial build of your team. And uh, look, then maybe you got to because you're going to keep digging a hole at quarterback in a super flex. You got to draft quarterbacks in super flex. You can't be playing this game. You need at least a Mahomes or an AR5 or a Stroud or something like that. And then if it's super flex, there's a big difference between mandatory 2QB and super flex. Super flex, you don't have to yes. start 2QBs. It's better. It's a better blueprint, but you don't have to. Like, if you are out of luck and you start Marvin Harrison Jr. over the quarterback, is that so bad in a super flex? No. <laughs> right? oh. If it's a mandatory 2QB, that's a whole different topic. And sometimes people say super flex... When it's not a super flex, it's a mandatory 2QB. And that's a very different question, and you get a very different answer from me. So people need to be careful when they say super flex when it's not a super flex. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just uh, it's my dilemma. And um, I'm kind of banking that Marvin Harrison will not go one or two. And 
because even when I was talking to the guy who was number one, I was trying to. Uh, it's when we we made our initial tr- initial trade, but I backed off the trade for the one one. And I was talking to him about his team. Like, do you look? You're, you're starting Evan Ingram, man. Like, it's a dynasty league. You're starting Evan Ingram. Are you kidding me, man? Like, if I were you, I go quarterback because you're the you're, who's your starting quarterback. I think I you had Baker Mayfield. I, look, I, I get all that, but I, I, I just can't believe yeah. you considered taking Fields over Marvin Harrison Jr. in a two cube in a Superflex league when your two QBs are already AR5 and Stroud. Like, that's wild. Yeah. I, I, pre, I appreciate I'm you, man. I'm just throwing it around. Throwing every, it around. Every strategy is different. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. What's the chat think? And Travis, what do you say, think? Did, 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 did you say you have other first-round picks in that league? That what? That's a good point. Do you have other picks in the what first was round? He's asking. Yeah, the 103 and the 110. Yeah, so you could like take huh? Panix so Jr. You might, in you, you, you might get Panix Jr. or something there. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's a great point, Travis. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, can still was... get the quarterback, the extra quarterback you want, which is always smart. I'm not saying it's dumb to have three quarterbacks. Well, it's obviously awesome. Or you could trade, what else? You could trade, trade up even a little bit to land that quarterback if someone falls. What I was trying to do is, if they do take Marvin Harrison, I can get JD five at three, and then at ten, hopefully. Because I was talking to a guy who has a one one, and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, you could get Brock Bowers in the second round. You're two one." He's like, "I keep on telling him, like, you don't know who he is." Huh? He's like, "No." <laughs> hey, be ca- hey, hey, Bowers, like, hey, no. be care, be careful trying to play, um, influencer in chief. Because you might end up trading into another pick, and then he's going to snag Bowers from you. You like, I'd be careful, yeah, guiding people. Never know because you never know what the hell is going to happen. Number two, usually it backfires too. You know, somehow, some way. And keep in mind, like, again, if you're like, are you ever really going to tell somebody? Like, answer this honestly, Debal. Are you really ever going to tell somebody who is the best pick when they're on the clock? Like legitimately in your heart, no. if you're in the league, ever, ever. No, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not okay. gonna. Now, so mind you, mind mind you, in one league, in the redraft league, I did help a friend. I got Puka Nakua for him at round 18. <laughs> in the same draft, in the same draft as him. Yeah. Okay, but 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 you you know you didn't even know what he's fully gonna be. But are you ever trying to give someone? Like when they when they're let's say you're in the same draft and you're gonna be coming up in four or five picks, are you ever gonna be like, hey, this is the best pick right here? You're, it's no, you're, you're not, not you're not you're not. No. So in a way, when you tell someone to go get this player or that player, they know down deep in their heart of hearts, bro, that your natural strategy here is to try and get their eyes off another player that you're targeting. You know what I mean? No. So I well, just, they all they all know I love my Buckeyes, and they all know I want Marvin Harrison. I love so, I love when people I, w- <laughs> I love when people think they're tricking me when they're like, "Hey, you should take so and so." Like, bro, come on, <laughs> come on, bro. And then all I do is go, "Okay, let's look at the other positions. Who are they wanting to get right now?" You know. So that's why I say don't play influencer in chief. It never works out well. Like, and especially if like uh, let's say let's say you. It's just a piece of advice, but you can do whatever you want, bro. Obviously, you're you're a veteran to bolt. You know what you're doing, but but I I just know mm. that you, like you're gonna regret if you sit there and he's like, here's hey Bowers is still available. I'm taking him. And you're like, no, I just traded into the 12 pick. 
and he's drafted at a at one point one one. You're right. That Bowers is fantastic, <laughs> and you're like son of. Plus, he's definitely definitely doing research on Bowers now, so he's gonna he might see other <laughs> right? uh, other other tight ends who you could maybe pick up in the uh, you know yeah. standards or someone that that's gonna fall out of it without people knowing who he is. And, yeah, I always the, I always the, the only person. The only person I help in my that league is my brother. That's it. He's the yeah. only guy I help. And you know, he didn't even know about Drake May. Like, look, Dude, look, you should learn about Drake. I told him like six months ago about Drake. <laughs> look, here's here's the deal. Miss Mitty's asleep right now. She rarely ever watches my show anyway. She doesn't care. <laughs> but I just gotta look. I just gotta look behind me real quick. Okay, when we're in her work league, I really do try my hardest to tell her the best pick. I pro- I promise you. As you know, I'm. I'm heard a thump <laughs> I, I really try my hardest I promise you but like I'm a human being and during our our draft every year I swear to you I, I there's at least one or two times where like I'm drafting like four picks behind and, and, and I'm like and I look to a couple guys I'm like who is near as good as the player I want <laughs> and I, but, but the but the thing is that it's a money league right and I think the first place yeah. wins like a grand or whatever. And, uh, you know, not a big nice. amount, but it's competitive. You know, it's just it makes it competitive. I'm doing it for us because we win it. It goes right to her anyway. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I don't think I'm doing a bad I don't think I'm doing a bad thing. I'm trying to construct both teams, not in a cheating way because it's her own team, but I'm trying to help guide both teams in a way that uh, that gives us the best chance at, at a nice, you know, cheesecake factory meal or two, you know? And so, like, I, I meant, but I remember I, I had to give her, I was looking at St. Brown. This is the, the year we, not this p- past year, but the year prior. St. Brown's breakout year. You know, he's on the Moon Man list. We did the Moon, moon Man list for the f- first time. And uh, and I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm like, man. I'm like, and I remember with that pick, I'm like, St. Brown's the best player on the board. And she's like, okay. She, she drafted him, and I'm like. <laughs> and I, I forget who I got. It didn't work out. The player I had got hurt, I think, if I remember correctly, that particular pick. Because I remembered it. Every time I saw St. Brown in the roster, I was like, St. Brown, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, bro. Uh, it's just... It's, what, 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 Travis? It's just a, you're, you're on the list of teams that didn't pick him now. All the other, all the other teams get that list going. Yeah, he might have, he might have he me tattooed on his arm. You said you drafted me in every single league. By the way, I have like two or three pending potential interviews with players. I don't want to say who yet, but man, these guys are so hard to get on. Like any active player is so busy, but they also have a lot of gatekeepers. And I had a, I had yeah. an Austin Eckler interview lined up last year, and that got nixed. You know, like I, I've had a few of like the active players are hard to get on. We've had a lot of retired players come on, and and I kind of stopped even doing that, but. Um, I remember we had Ronnie Brown on. We had um, we had a lot of a lot of players on in the beginning parts of the show. But I, I have a couple potentially lined up that are going to blow your guys' mind. But I don't want to say anything because they keep getting pushed back. They keep getting you never know. But uh, once I know it's confirmed, it's going to be big. So I'll announce it. But well, boys, I appreciate you. Um, anything else to bolt before I kick you off the phone line? Uh, nah, just just with that 103, 110, what I'm really trying to get is JD5, and hopefully I can get Rome at the 10. 
Um, yeah. I, I would I would look at Bowers, but I have Trey McBride, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I'm with Travis. Do you think though, like, lasts that long though? Yeah, I, I'm almost. Like, I think really? Travis. Uh, is I don't. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm hoping. Like, I like mean, I my, I, again, I'm just throwing a bunch of stuff out. Throwing a bunch of stuff out right now. My, my, I'm like I'm with Travis on this one. Like I, I do want JD five. I really do. And I think in a super flex, yeah, I probably take him. I probably take him, and I don't. I, I, I'd move that pick up to get either Bowers or a Dunze. So 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 draft yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. JD five, and who knows if JD five even is available at your one point three? To be honest, he could go one point two, depending on the hype train that's about to kick into gear. But if JD5 yeah. go, you get JD5 at three, you get Marvin Harrison Jr. at one. Um, and then, and, or oh, if, one. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry, you're at two, right? Two. You have the first pick, too? No, he's two. I'm sorry. He's two. What, are your, your, what are your picks? I'm, I'm one, three, and one, ten. One, three. Oh, sorry, one, three. One, three, one, three, one, ten. Okay. Then, no, you're not going to get. You're you can only get, get one of them. Yeah, you're only getting one of them. I thought you, I thought you said you had two picks right there. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Just okay. the one three and the one ten. Okay, so I take Marvin Harrison Jr. and I move that other pick up as as far as I can to get either JD five, a Dunze, or Bowers, or Braylon Allen, depending on yeah. how he does at the combine tomorrow. See, I'm thinking I may take Braylon Allen at that one ten. You're you're gonna take I'm Braylon really Allen where his AD, yeah where his ADP is kind of floating, obviously. But if if Braylon Allen goes out and looks like Derrick Henry tomorrow, then everyone in their mother Oof. in fantasy. Like, you, you just remember what I said. Once everybody comes in and if he has a good combine, maybe he pulls his hammy and doesn't get to do anything. But if Braylon Allen goes out there and smashes the bench press, amazing, you know, in drills and just starts looking like he's just a monster. I think everyone's going to climb up boards, man. I'd love to see him in Dallas. I think Dallas goes aggressive for Barkley, Henry, or Jacobs. I think Dallas has one of those guys running for him next year. But if if they took, if they didn't, if they're like, let's draft this kid Braylon Allen at what are they at twenty eight overall? What's, what, what's their pick? Twenty eight? No, tw- uh, Dallas is uh, twenty four. That's high. Okay. I don't. I don't know if they're going to take him that high. Uh, maybe they trade down. And draft him or something, or trade up and draft him. Keep twenty four, trade up and draft him. Maybe maybe Braylon Allen doesn't go until. And that, that, mind you, if, if Caleb's watching, or God, I can't use Caleb anymore. If keyboard Clifford's watching right now, he's very <laughs> upset that I even mentioned Braylon Allen at twenty. <laughs> he's upset I even like said a like even a pause yeah. because he's not there yeah. yet. He's not there yet, Clifford. Okay, I understand that. I'm predicting what happens tomorrow. If he goes out and smashes and he becomes the number one clear-cut running back and he might not then he's gonna climb to like this 29 to 32 range maybe maybe they could trade back so let's say dallas can trade their second rounder yeah dallas could trade their second rounder up into the top of the second round then braylon allen will be there uh but if dallas had braylon allen he'd be a wrecking ball absolute wrecking ball oh yeah yeah, they're, wow. they're, I, I think they are definitely going to draft the running back. Maddo had a good question regarding the ball situation. And he said, would it make any sense to draft 85 and shop AR5? Or are you wanting to keep that? You want to keep that AR5 and Stroud thing solidified? 
mm. if I'm him, I want to keep AR5 and Stroud. Not to mention, I don't think you get the value out of Me AR5 too. that you want. You could try. Nah, like that's not the crazy because he runs because he runs so much and and he's not as good of a passer as JD5. Not even close. I, you know, I'd be tempted to say, like, could that get me? Could AR5 get me a JJ? Uh, could it get me a, you know, Jamar Chase? Could it get me something like that? And then I would contemplate rolling with JD5 and Jamar Chase, JD5 and JJ versus AR5 and Marvin Harrison Jr. But you could make arguments on all sides of that. But that, yeah. well, you know, because... The, 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 the owner that has JJ and JD5 is my brother. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I could probably swing. He has no quarterback, so I even told him. Like, he, he drafted Kirk Cousins and Daniel Jones. <laughs> I was like, what, 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 what do you do? I'm sorry? What pick does he have? He has the 104. He has a one. No, because it's not a, uh, it's a lottery system for on the commission, and it's a lottery system for the people who don't make the playoffs. Who's your current? Does not who, automatically. Who's your current QB three? Uh, Hennon Hooker. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which is why I'm kind of looking for a third quarterback. Yeah. Over Myron and Harrison, because I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty stout on wide receiver, but I, I would love to have. I, I can I, I wouldn't mind getting a Doomsday. I wouldn't even mind getting Leggett later, or, or uh, a Donnie Mitchell or anything like that. I wouldn't mind it, but. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I just think, just I just think you're I you're passing on you're passing on a a potential maybe number one two three four or at least five wide receiver overall for the future in a dynasty format yeah. that you could use for a decade a decade plus. Uh, and I'm not saying yeah. that JD five isn't amazing, but if you have to take JD five, I'm probably trading AR five like some suggestions have been made in the chat and and Travis kind of alluding to another way to another way to think of I it mean that... too, like if you if you had Marvin Harrison would someone give you JD5 and something else for Marvin Harrison later on yes that that's yeah. what I'm, I'm I'm aiming to do during the season uh, but knowing you can take, the take that value use. and get more back because people are going to be hyped on that Marvin Harrison yeah, I think I think oh, yeah. eventually JD five, if he lands, could be better. You know, drafted higher than Marvin Harrison because, like, you think about it, you've got m- m- like maybe. But then again, it, where's JJ going? If you believe Marvin Harrison's JJ, JJ's mm-hmm. going in a dynasty superflex draft in round one, and so yes. you know you're getting you're gonna have the number one or two running back drafted in round one. You're gonna have the number one, two, maybe three, but probably one and two wide receivers drafted around one. The rest will be quarterbacks. So JJ can mingle with the quarterbacks, maybe not QB one, two, and three, but he's going to mingle in the first round. Harrison Jr., if you believe him to be what we all kind of suspect he will be, will be a first rounder in Superflex. So I guess I would yeah. say maybe he is more valuable than JD five because JD five still got a lot to prove, right? Whereas Marvin Harrison Jr. does too. Everyone does, but to a lesser degree. Um, if it's me, bro, I love AR five. I love AR five, but I would potentially rather have. JD five and well, I don't know. JD, I mean, it all depends on where JD five lands. Well, uh, Travis, would you rather? Patriots, I'd rather have AR five. Uh, chat, answer this question: Jamar Chase and JD five in a dynasty superflex or AR five and Marvin Harrison Jr. 
I mean, it's debatable. I'm not saying that I, I can't, you know, come to a very solid, I, cemented in salute or conclusion, but I'm just curious I, what the, the chat thinks. I'll wait to see what the chat does before I say it. Yeah, AR, AR5 and Marvin Harrison Jr. or JD5 and Jamar Chase. What side would you rather have in a Superflex Dynasty? The good news is they're, they go hand in hand, so like you can't say you, you're waiting on something. Like you have to decide now. Let's see what the chat Wait says. Catch up. Respond, respond, respond. Let's like, get let's, let's get some votes on this one, please. Let's drop I think it. It's up. like a 10, ten seconds away. So yeah, okay, Kenobi so. says Jamar mm-hmm. and JD. Um, yeah, yeah. JD side Matto. The the only dilemma here is what if JD five vaults so high he's the number one overall pick, bro, and you don't get him at three. You know what I mean? Like that's the only problem I would have. I would say because you yeah. because because <laughs> you have no clue you're getting JD five at three. That's a far wait until you. He's the number one pick in a super flex, man. Like you know, everyone's gonna be far behind on this one for now. But if he goes out and blows mm-hmm. up and becomes everyone's darling at Fantasy Football QB one, and people start seeing it everywhere, these guys that you're playing with are gonna catch up to it. You have zero confidence, in my opinion, that JD five is gonna hundred percent be there at at uh, at number three. three. Just, so like then I, that that I mean, get, we're, that gets me out of this conversation. He isn't worst case scenario. He isn't. They pick up Caleb. The, the, the number two because he needs a quarterback he's got Bryce Young well he got Justin Fields that's what I'm trying to get from so I'm like look if I can get Justin Fields and you'll have the 103 102 and I get Justin Fields <laughs> here, here, he, here he is really influencer in chief <laughs> here he is here he is influencer in <laughs> chief again here let me tell you what to do let me tell you let, let me tell you how to beat let me tell you how to beat me in this league I, I'm being completely authentic here. <laughs> Let me tell you what to do. That that per, when that person talks to me in a league, I just like slam the door shut. I'm like, stop telling me how I'm supposed to win this league in your opinion. Like, it, it, you're clearly manipulating. I don't think any. I, maybe your brother. Maybe your brother's falling for it. I don't know. No, it's not my brother. It's a friend of mine. But <laughs> let me tell you. Five and Chase, you said right. Well, yeah. If you're the uh, my brother has Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, but he no, no, my brother's no, like one the, one over. No, what the question was, it was Air Five oh. and Marvin Harrison or JD Five and Chase, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just make. I, sure. I, I guess one could say you have no guarantee that Marvin Harrison Junior. is there at three either, though, because like yeah. if I like, you know what I mean. I like golf. Golf. Golf says Air Five and Chase. <laughs> Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, it's, yeah. It's well, something I'm, I'm cooking. So, which side would you take, Smitty, real quick? I'm I'm a little perplexed ball, because, 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 like I said, you have no guarantee of anything at the three pick. You're in ambiguous land. You could say you know yeah. and you don't know because well, the combines and pro days... If you're guaranteed either one of those, okay, which side guaranteed. Like. So just a trade, straight up trade, not thinking of draft capital. Okay, I would say yeah. give me. God, I love AR five, but I do, I do admit he's got more question. Well, I just love JD five, man. 
I'm, I'm taking the Katie Five side mo- mostly because I love Chase. Like I know yeah. Harrison could end up being better, but Chase, as long as he's healthy, is just bona fide top three wide receiver in my eyes. And then what JD Five I yeah. think he can be. Yeah, I, I think at the end of the oh, day, at the end of the day, they're they're about near even. But but I probably would say I probably would say that JD five and and AR five still have the same odds of of busting or exploding. I I, I know AR five is already played, but he hasn't played that many games, so I don't think he's that far ahead. I think both of them are phenomenal. I got look. Let me show you. Let me show you a little list where I love both of them. The Saturn Men. One small step for man, one giant leap for Saturn. They're they're both on here. They're both on the Saturn Men list. Eight identified players to explode this year. Um, So clearly, I love both of them, you know, near even. But I I like JD5 a little bit more. I love how bold the JD5 one was when we first did it. Because, again, we've all those players you see, including these guys, the Marsmen. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Including including these guys. Dropping loads. And then the Saturn men. The Saturn men. I mean, we went through unveiling all of those players after JD5 and Penix Jr. I think they were the first two. Or I think they were. Because because it was college football was coming to a close and the NFL Super Bowl was so far away. I wanted to make sure that I took care of the rookie stuff before anybody else had to jump on it. So I put those guys up early. Mm-hmm. And JD5, people are like, hey, now everybody loves them. I'm telling you, we were so far ahead on JD5, and, and we're still far yeah. ahead. We're still my, light years ahead of everybody on JD5. Light years. It, that, that's why I say, DeBalt, you might not see him at three like you think you are. He might be everyone's fantasy football number one super flex ranked player after his pro day. You can't assume that what ah, you know okay. now. Yeah, you can't <laughs> assume what you know now is going to hold true after pro days, bro. Yeah, I'm just hoping they see the nice shiny cars with Marvin Harrison and Caleb. They, they might, they, they definitely could, but I, but you do like you can see it bubbling up the JD5 stuff. Like I'm starting to see, hear it and see it everywhere, and you know, so even some of my friends at home that are like casual fantasy people have been texting me, oh, maybe the Patriots could go after Jaden Daniels, and it's like, well, he might not be there for the Patriots, you know, so. Even casual fans are starting to hear his name now, and I, th- I think you're, you're correct when you say it, it could go through the roof, the hype. Yeah, it, it, and it, the reason I know that is it's already like quadrupled or quintupled or right. whatever, you know, it, is- maybe 10 times. Maybe 10 times his value in some degrees, he, he's already seen an increase because he was like, there are people that said, oh, I don't even know if he's in the top four or five. Now he's like everyone's number two or three. Some people have Drake May more. Um, Zach Wilson. So, I mean, so Drake may more. If they do take, <laughs> let's just say, for instance, they do take, they take JD five at the one, and the second owner takes Marvin Harrison. So I'm at the three. Would you take? Uh, of course, landing spot is everything. Would you take Drake May, or would you take Malik Neighbors, or Roma Dunze at the three? Where 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 is Drake May playing? I say he goes to Washington. Well, again, I, I, I'm going to ask this question again. You have AR5 and you have Stroud. Yeah. Why are you considering taking another quarterback over a potential elite wide receiver um, 
unless unless you can trade that quarterback. But again, you're getting the third quarterback. It's not like you're getting the first yeah. quarterback, the second quarter. Like you're, and I'm not saying that your your league won't misstep. Like if JD 5s there, I really really love him. And, and if you're patient, you could trade him for more than Marvin Harrison Jr. later. I think as Travis may have said, I think. Like so, there's that potential game you can play. You know, in Superflex, you can usually trade quarterbacks. But again, bro, how active is your league? Maybe no one trades at all. You know, unless you're or orchestrating and telling them what to do, like you seem to be. Maybe they'll do it, but <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I'm worrying. I'm never drafting somebody to trade them. That is a stupid way to look. Not not saying you're doing yeah. that ball. I'm not calling you stupid at all. But that no. is a stupid way to approach fantasy <laughs> football. I'm going to draft a second tight end in round four. I drafted one in round two because I'm going to control the tight end market. I'm going to draft in a one QB league. I already got a QB Mahomes in round three. I'm going to draft another QB in round five and control the and trade one of them for a receiver later. Why not just draft the receiver? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I know you want to get a second yeah. round receiver using your court, but guess what? That quarterback went in round four for a reason. Like, just draft a round four wide receiver. Try and find the receiver that doesn't belong in round four that, that will eventually play like a round three or round two guy. But why people make these weird decisions to try and trade draft to trade someone? You know, like, so that's why I say I wouldn't... I'm not going to worry about drafting JD5 to flip him when Marvin Harrison Jr. could be the number one or the number two overall wide receiver in the NFL within one calendar year. He could be. It might not be, but he very well could be. That's a first rounder already. So, like, if you draft JD5, what are you going to do? Trade him later for Marvin Harrison Jr.? Because <laughs> that's what you're going to be targeting later. You, you take JD5 and you're trying to sell him. You're trading him for Marvin Harrison Jr. That'd be the only one I'd be willing to trade JD5 for. Well, hey, why don't you do this? Marvin Harrison Jr. Why don't you do this? Why don't you trade AR5 for the number two or one pick? And then you take JD5 and Marvin Harrison Jr. I, I could do that. Yeah, you're right. I could do that. Do it live. Uh, get, get I'll do that. We'll, we'll see how quick they veto it, though. <laughs> how can you veto that? What's the veto? The the league may do it. Yeah, I'm the back-to-back -back champ. How you, but how you uh, veto it? But how, you, with a, <laughs> how are you vetoing that? AR5 is a first-round pick. That'd yeah. I know, I know, but you all you also know as I do. In certain leagues, people just don't. They're like, they he's the like, strongest team. He's yeah. back to back. How are you gonna give him a one hundred two, one hundred three? You know what's corrupt about that is if you, uh, as the strongest team, make a bad trade, no one's vetoing it. <laughs> They're like, let it happen. Exactly. We, yeah. Let it ride. That's the definition. <laughs> of, that's the measurement. That's the measurement of a corrupt veto. Is if it was the other way around, 100%. would it still be vetoed? No, that's a corrupt veto. That's 100%. why that's why veto, votes shouldn't even be a, a pliable. Not to mention, if you have a veto process, you should make it like a unanimous, like required vote yep. needed, and you put a forty-eight hour timer on it. You have to have a unanimous amount of people that actually plug their vote in and take the time to do it, or it doesn't get vetoed. If you're gonna apply a, a, a lazy, not you, Debalt again. I'm not yelling at you. Anybody out there watching, no. you're gonna apply a lazy veto process to your league because either either it's lazy. Or the people in your league are so bad, you have to have a control system in place, then you probably shouldn't be playing in it and putting money into a system that, that is that bad. Then you should have a mandatory veto. It requires not the two people involved, but it requires 10 votes out of the 12 of the people not involved. All 10 have to be on record as wanting a vetoed. That's it. Because guess what? One person is not going to care. Two people aren't going to care. Then it should go through. 
If it's so bad, everybody should be yeah. up in arms about it. And I don't even like vetoes anyway. Vetoes are garbage. Yeah, it's a, it's a, in the league, I put it to, um, everyone's got a vote. So it's got to take majority, majority vote. So, you know, it's 12. So, you know, have to at least get seven votes to pass. And there's only been one trade that's ever been vetoed. But I just, I know them. <laughs> and I know they're just going to be like, oh, no. You, no way, man. Don't let the ball get, no, man. No way. Yeah. We'll see. All right. That's I, why I'm trying to move that 110 to 106. But, all right. All right. Got to go. Appreciate, appreciate the ball later, man. All right, Travis, any final thoughts? Later. Um, no, I just, golf was had asked earlier. I just throw it out there for me. If you think we could see anything like Levis last year where teams just end up passing on guys as the draft goes on and guys fall, but yeah. probably not because so many guys need QBs, right? I mean, I guess they could fall into the second, third I mean, round. It, 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 also, it also very much depends on what teams end up getting Fields and Cousins, and then that could shake up the ability for that to happen. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, New Orleans has Car. Right. New Orleans has Car. LV's got O'Connell. Um, Denver probably won't have Russell. They'll have Russell Wilson during the draft. Like, like so, you know, Cousins yeah. could return to Minnesota. Uh, Seattle could just be like, we're, t- we're rolling with Geno. And then all of a sudden, like, all those teams vanish. You know, Atlanta That's needs true. some, you know, so you never really know. So, like, Penix Jr. could fall through 9-16 to 16 and go right on to the second round. But yeah. I, I, it depends on his pro day and combine. His medicals checked out beautifully, and everybody's like, "He's gonna not. Everyone's gonna be very pissed off when they check his body, and they, <laughs> he's got you know torn ACLs. Oh, yeah. He's fine. He's fine. Yep. He's more than yeah. fine. He came back great. Yeah. All right, hey Travis, appreciate you, yeah. moderator in chief. We'll see you later. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, all right. Uh, appreciate you all. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll have some sort of breaking news show. Uh, probably the combine-related stuff, the, the rookies. You know, we might, be, we might be doing the rookie running back ranking tomorrow, late night, graveyard style, I imagine. Probably on the main channel. We'll do a Dynasty video on top of it, I, I would guess, tomorrow as well. But we'll be doing on the main channel, youtube.com slash the fantasy football show. Link down in the description. This is the Dynasty channel you're watching right now. So make sure if somehow you're watching this only and you don't know that the main channel exists youtube.com slash the fantasy football show make sure you're subscribed to both of these bad boys links in description as well as this link in the description rumble.com slash the fantasy football show appreciate you all let's go michael Penix jr let's go jd5 let's go bo nicks let's do it live uh and good luck to the rbs our moon man extraordinaire braylon allen let's good luck to him tomorrow Let's wish him, uh, let's send him to Saturn first of all. Okay, so Braylon Allen to Saturn, and let's go ahead and punch the Moon Man list to close out the show so you guys know this man is here. Let's go. The Moon Man dropping loads in outer space. Braylon Allen to the Moon. Good luck. Go get it. Space Monsters. Revenge, 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 revenge
Well, not the last two years, pal. Medicals checked out. Keep hating on them for something three, four, five years ago. Deuces, see you all later. Get breached.